Now the news. I'm Shane Bigham. China's seen a boom in consumer spending during the Chinese New Year holiday this year. Online payment transactions via e-commerce platforms on Chinese New Year's Eve rose by 4.6 percent from the previous year. The visitor flow in key commercial districts amounted to over 15 million, an increase of over 110 percent on a yearly basis. The first day of the ongoing Chinese New Year holiday saw tourism orders double and ticket orders more than treble compared to last year. Products designed and made in China and Chinese-style ones have also become a new favorite among consumers. The search volume for Chinese-style New Year's clothing for girls on an e-commerce platform has grown by 7.4 times compared to the year before. China's holiday box office grew by 1 billion yuan within a 24-hour period from Monday to Tuesday to 4 billion in total. That's about 560 million U.S. dollars, halfway into the week-long Chinese New Year holiday. YOLO, Pegasus 2, and Boonie Bear's Time Twist remain the top three grossing films. Students at Lincoln High School in Washington State have expressed excitement over their trip to China next month. They also thank Chinese President Xi Jinping and his wife Peng Liyuan for sending them a Chinese New Year greeting card. The president welcomed the teachers and students to China and encouraged them to help bring people from the two countries closer. President Xi announced in November that China would invite 50,000 young people from the U.S. in the next five years. Lincoln High School is among the first group of schools under that program. The principal says the school is willing to become a bridge for people-to-people exchanges between China and the United States. China's calling on Israel to stop its military operations and avoid civilian deaths in Gaza. A foreign ministry spokesperson urged Israel to prevent the humanitarian situation in Rafah from worsening. The spokesperson also says China condemns any actions that hurt civilians and violates international laws. Israel earlier launched attacks on Rafah, killing more than 100 people. The city in southern Gaza is sheltering more than a million Palestinians who fled bombings elsewhere. The UN Human Rights Chief says a potential full-fledged military incursion into Rafah is terrifying. Volker Turk said the incursion into Rafah may also mean the end of the meager humanitarian aid that's been entering the city with huge implications for all of Gaza. Rafah now houses 1.5 million Palestinians, whereas before the October 7th attack, its population stood at 250,000. Political parties in Pakistan are in coalition talks in an attempt to form a new government. No single party secured a majority in the general elections earlier this month. The parties are looking for partners, and there are no candidates so far for prime minister. Daniel Khan has more from Islamabad. PMLN's Shabazz Sharif has engaged with smaller political parties like JUIF, MQM and PMLQ for support. Meanwhile, Imran Khan's PTI-backed independent candidates lead with 93 seats, while PMLN and PPP have 75 and 54 seats, respectively. The Election Commission of Pakistan has ordered re-polling at various polling stations of Balochistan on February 16th amid allegations of rigging and irregularities. Shabazz Sharif has met with PPP leaders in Lahore discussing political strategies and proposing key positions. Both parties have emphasized on collaborative efforts for stability and prosperity, awaiting decisions from their central committees. Reportedly, PPP's Bilawal Bhutto Zardari has arrived in Islamabad to discuss government formation and election processes.
Police in India fired tear gas at farmers and their supporters who joined a march to New Delhi. The marchers are pressuring the government to honor a promise from 2021 to pay them more for crops. The Indian capital has tightened security after farm unions from northern states called for protests following failed talks with federal ministers. Farm unions are seeking guarantees to provide more state support or buy crops at the lowest price. They also want the government to honor a promise to double their incomes. Thailand says it's granted parole to former leader Taksin Shinawat after serving six months in detention. The 74-year-old received an eight-year prison sentence upon his return to Thailand in August after 15 years in exile. He was charged for conflict of interest, abuse of power and corruption. He'd been serving that sentence in hospital over an undisclosed health condition. He can be released after February 18th according to Corrections Department rules. And that's the news. I'm Shane Begum.